Welcome to Red Zone DFS. All right, guys, week four NFL quarterbacks. Vinny, what do you got? We are here. All right. So, my man, I'm finally on to him, and I have decided that I'm just going to have to change up a little bit and actually pay up a little for quarterback this week. So, my top three that I'm going with this week uh, is Allen and Russ, and then I'm closing out and rounding out with Burrow. Uh, okay. I think I think Allen's in a smash spot with the Raiders indoors. Like, yeah. he, dude, the game, whether it's close or not, they're putting up 30, 30 points on Sunday. Like, guaranteed. I'm a Niner fan. I've resisted for three weeks. I can't do it anymore. I have to start playing some Russell Wilson. The guy <laughs> is just going nuclear every weekend. Yeah, 14 um, touchdowns. It's wild. Even Carson, when he has a – decent game like it's not enough like they're a throwing team now this is not seattle of even two years ago so i'm rolling there uh and i'm rounding out with burrow as my top three uh i think the the Bengals pretty clear like they're just gonna let this kid go out there and wing it 50 times a game um so some sneaky shootout potential there um those are my favorite three as far as some guys that i'm taking some shots on I thought this guy Fitzpatrick was going to be chalk. Um, I don't know though. Like from what I'm hearing, it's kind of mixed reviews. So the fact that he's not chalk, I'm getting a lot more onto Fitzy. Um, I just like the trail part of that. Like, you know, he could bomb, but he could also break the slate. So loving that. And then the two guys uh, that I'll have a little bit of shares with, they're also going to be low ownership is Stafford. Um, and the Saints defense has been getting throttled, and I really like uh, Mahomes, who's going to be under-owned again. Yeah, So as usual, Mahomes at probably like 7% this week. Yeah, give me that. I like it. Jim, where are you you thinking? So this this is one of those weeks where, like, for whatever reason, you know, he played a a bad game on primetime, He's now playing the Washington football team, and he's going to be probably the lowest owned that he'll be on any main slate this year is Lamar Jackson. Um, you could play him naked. You could play him with, you know, a double stack. He's coming in at like 7 to 9% ownership, and he has by uh, FTN Daily their rating system. He, ha- he is the number one rated quarterback for project projected points so i'm just gonna like not overcomplicate things he's the guys i like to play are quarterbacks that can run he's one of them number two is i'm right there with you Vinny. josh allen number three is i'm as we talked about this guy earlier kyler murray and then the guy that you know i think we're all kind of on too that is cheap and then again i don't know why he's coming in so low owned um, is Burrow. Um, yeah. I, I'm looking at like three to 5% ownership. And for FTN Daily, for the slate, he's the number three rated quarterback for points expectancy. Mm-hmm. So I'll take that all day. Some guys that I'm just like completely off. Um, Tom Brady against the Chargers, just, just not for me. Going to be really low owned. But just just not just barely cracking the top twenty as far as quarterbacks this week. Um, you know, Cam could be interesting, but he's just not a guy that I'm finding myself playing a whole lot. Um, I just I don't know. I'm gonna play a little bit of Russell Wilson, um, and then, but I'd say Brady and probably the people everyone are talking about Brady, Cam, and like. I'm really just not going to play Fitzpatrick. Um, This is a game where, like, if Seattle just absolutely throttles them, he could be out by halftime and say, hey, what what the hell? We didn't get any preseason games. Let's let Tua play the second half. We're down by 35 points. Um, The only only, uh, part I disagree with you there is Tua has had a illness this week and hasn't suited up for one practice. 
And he was he, he's going to suit up on Sunday. Again, even if they're getting throttled to 42 to like six, I just see them saying, you know what, Fitzpatrick, you're staying out there. This yeah. is your job this year to get your ass kicked and throw the huck and chuck. I, I guess, but like – if 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 they really want to him to be the quarterback of the future, I I think that I think there's a distinct possibility that if they're getting throttled, it's a real real life thing that they'll yank him at halftime, um, and just so, like let to a go, you know. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, go go ahead, Joe. What I it's interesting what thinking. <laughs> the the only reason I like I am on Fitzpatrick again. Could he completely implode? Like. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick, yes. But the Seahawks have given up 38, 35, and 38 points, and Jamal Adams is not playing Sunday. Yep. So – I just – yeah, and that's I know he's he's not like a shutdown corner or something, but, like, he's the heart of that defense. He's been shutting down tight ends and slot receivers like crazy this year. Dude, I think it's all systems go down there. Like, they could put – like, Seattle might win by 20. It could be 50 to 30, but, like, that's still – gets us on the back end coming back with like Fitzpatrick, which is what 5,200 or something like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, it's I just th- like such a low risk. I think, I think, I think in crazy my, with Fitzpatrick, but. my opinion is, is that you can get exposure to that game without having to play Fitzpatrick on the dolphin side. Yeah. Like you can play Gasecki, you can play Gaskin, you can play, I think Isaiah Ford is a sneaky wide receiver play this week at like 3,700. I mean, look, Fitzpatrick's fine, right? But he also does do dumb shit like run around all the time and like mm-hmm. does like weird wild stuff and he like throws interceptions and like he could get hurt too. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would just rather go somewhere else for quarterback. I'm not saying I don't want exposure to that game. And I'm not saying that I might not play Fitzpatrick in, in like a contrarian stack, like against everything that I'm playing, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I like Burrow um, for less, right? I mean, he's going to be three or 4% less owned and his point total expectancy is like, like he's like nine places in front of where Fitzpatrick is right now. He's also a thousand dollars more. And, like, we'll get to running backs, but, like, yeah. my thinking is like, – I think running backs is pretty tight this week. So, okay. here, my quarterbacks this week, I'm on Burrow, too. Um, I'm surprised he's low-owned as he is right now. Um, I'm all over that Cincinnati-Jacksonville game in general. Yeah. So, I'm all over Minshew. Minshew is less than 2% owned right now, and I know we were talking earlier, and you, uh, Vinny wasn't too much on Minshew. I love him, Minshew and Chark stack this week. Um, while also having Cincinnati receivers going. I think that game is going to go over a 60-point total. Um, both defenses are trash. They, they both have injuries. Um, so my top two quarterbacks this week are Burrow and Minshew. My third quarterback is Fitz. Fitz is more my dart, you know. Um, but I think Fitz is good for three touchdowns this week. I'm not saying all through the air. He might run one in, might sneak one in. Fitz is just – they're going to throw his body out there, and they don't care if he really gets hurt. And to your point, Jim, yeah, he might get hurt. But at the same time, he's also getting those extra yards, getting those extra points. So I really like Fitz for his value. Yeah, and, uh, real, some quick other on, guy... and real quick on that, Joe, like to, you said it last week, Jim, like this game could be completely out of hand by halftime. But like Fitz, if anyone, is the king of like the fourth yeah. quarter, like two touchdown, like just <laughs> flinging it all over the park and he ends up hitting 25 points. So you're like, what the – right. where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, he, he's he's okay – and like I said, I'll probably end up having him in a couple because I may have went a little bit overboard with how much I'm playing this week. <laughs> um, but that's a different story. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I get it, right? Yeah. I, I, I just, you know, I think by by the time Locke comes on Sunday, I think he's going to be a lot higher on than people think yeah, because of what you guys just mentioned, that running back yep. is pretty tight this week and that people want exposure to that game. And, For you sure. know, while Russ is coming in at like 10, 11% right now, I think it could almost swing where Fitzpatrick could get up over 10 or 12%. And at that point, like, yeah, I just might be a fan. Yeah. Two more, two Joe, more yeah, quarterbacks yeah, I want to talk guys. about. Um, Deshaun Watson this week. Um, he's gone against three of the best defenses in the NFL, and I know it's hard to go with them, but Minnesota's defense is that bad. Um, they literally have two players on that defense, and it's uh, Yannick Nagakwe and Harrison Smith. They're the only two players that actually grade like NFL players. Um, so 
I think this week Deshaun Watson has great fantasy numbers and goes off. Um, and the stack with him, the reason why I'm hot on him, I really like him with Brandon Cooks this week at 4,500. Uh, he's just mispriced. He's just way too low against the Vikings in those corners right now. So, And I can't play Will Fuller, and uh, our listeners will know that. Okay. Um, See, I'm glad you said that. Dude, I can't play Will Fuller. No way. But Brandon Cooks does have that big play upside of getting that 85-yard touchdown, right? I mean, he has that. He does that everywhere he goes. So Yeah, he does. And the I'm Vikings, drawing, honestly, are just I'm shit. I'm drawing so. a line in the sand right here. I will never play Will Fuller again in no. DFS. No. So, well, I'm, play, I'm playing him this week, so. I, and if, if, he, if he burns me, so be it. But, like, nine out of ten times with a, a rolled ankle and he's out for three weeks, like, I'm just done. <laughs> I, I won't do it. Yeah, he's exactly. Also, I can't do it. But but okay. that's why he's the perfect tournament player. No, he is. No, he so is. You're right. People, so many other people that just like click around on DraftKings are just gonna like look at his game logs and be like twenty two zero and fifteen. Like I can't play this guy, right? Like I, no no, I'll play somebody else. Especially the people who he's around, right? People are going to – like, he's around Chark. He's around McLaurin. He's around Odell. People are really high on that Dallas game. I mean, he's mm. he's going to be virtually unowned. Um, as well as he should be. And, well, I'm, I'm playing him. <laughs> so, you know, I guess – but, you know, I'm also a loser too. So, you know, I mean, why not? And the, and the last guy, last quarterback I want to talk about is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray against Carolina. Um I want to play him naked this week. And I mentioned that to you guys earlier. And I know that's a little weird, but, you know, Hopkins is going to be a game-time decision. He's absolutely going to play. But, again, if Arizona's up by four touchdowns at halftime, is he actually even going out for the second half? And Carolina's defense just can't tackle. It is the worst defense in the NFL, and the Chargers actually made them look good last week. Yeah, I, um, say, I think so Kyler Murray might week? actually run for over 100 yards this week. Um, so I think Kyler's my naked play. And I actually think he's going to go way lower on than he absolutely and than he should because everyone's going to be all over Russ and Allen and Mahomes and guys in that uh, same range. So I think it's going to be pretty diversified there. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm playing Kyler like I mentioned too, but I'm playing him with Hopkins specifically. I was probably going to fade Hopkins just because everyone is just so gaga over him, but him not practicing yeah. all week. He used to do this all the time with the Texans. Oh yeah, and he'd go out and catch you know, 12 for 200 and two touchdowns. And, like, to your point, Joe, I I mean, okay, pull, pull Hopkins at halftime. He might have 30 DraftKings points at halftime. Like, No, for sure. No, absolutely. And, and I think, like, that's attractive to me this week because, again, we mentioned running back's pretty tight, Yeah. right? DraftKings did a pretty good job pricing everyone this week. They did. That, like, now – after all this, like, there's just only so many people you can pay for. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's, yeah. he's – And another reason why I'm not on – And another reason why I'm not on uh, Hopkins this week is just because I love so many receivers that are low-priced. That's fair. Right? I, ju- I just love res- these receivers in this 4,000 to 6,200 6, range. You know, that's so fair. I don't want to go all the yeah. way to 85. And literally, that's my only reasoning. Yeah. And I think Kyler could do it on, a, on his own this week with no stack. Yeah, so. it's just more of a game theory thing for you. But I see, yeah, I sure. see both sides. Like I see Hopkins is going to be low owned, and um, yeah, let's uh, let's just move right but, to receiver, guys. Are you going to skip over running back, or we're going to go to running back? But let's go with some quarterback receiver stacks. All right, let's change right. it up. All right, so, Vince, you went last. Why don't you go first? Just boomerang this thing. Okay, uh, my big stack this week is boomerang. with Burrow, <laughs> uh, Burrow and Boyd. Um, there's so much my gut. I want to play AJ Green this week and Jimmy. It made me really happy they sent me one lineup that had him in there because I just feel like he's going to be that guy where I have an entire yes. lineup going nuts and he gets like zero for me. But I'm all over Green, man. He has high air yards. He said he's starting to get comfortable again. I think this is the week Green gets off the snide and gets a touchdown. Um, I think he's eight targets plus. So I'm really big on doing a Burrow, um, Green, and Boyd stack. Um, I'm not going to play T Higgins this week. I know he's at 4,500. He's getting a lot of looks, but I think his ownership's going to be way too high for, you know, going down there for a, a fade. Um, love Char- uh, Chark and Chanel and Cole with Minshew. So I'll have different types of stacks going on there. Um, who else? I love Parker and Preston Williams, Preston Williams, all the way down to 4,500. I prefer him over Higgins all day, especially in that Miami game. 
Um, Vinny, I saw earlier you wanted to do a, a Seattle stack, and I, I love it with Lockett and DK and Russ. Um, I think that's a killer one, but I don't know how you're going to find the running backs cheap enough to do that. Um, I think some sleepy guys might be like Sammy Watkins at 4,400 for the Chiefs. Um, I think he might go a little bit under round at 44. Real quick, if you're going to do that, yeah. you may as well just play a Watkins. Uh, Fuller and like who's another running a receiver that just gets hurt every week? Like you may as well just oh. go all in and hope that all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, I know I get it. So. Um, but the other thing I love the Bills stack this week. Stefan Diggs and Allen. I think Stefan Diggs goes for thirty plus points this week. Good, um, for sure. Trayvon Mullins, the Raiders' best corner right now, and he's doing a fine job in his second year, but he's still a bottom tier corner in the league. Um, so that's our best guy going against him. So I think Stefan Diggs just goes nuts this week. Um, Let's see, Brandon Cooks I mentioned earlier, all the way down to 4,500. I love Robbie Anderson at 5,400. Um, all my receivers I love this week are, are low. And the only ones I'd be willing to pay up for is Stephon Diggs, um, possibly um, Devontae Parker, and Lockett and DK. Otherwise, I'm paying down for these receivers. Okay. Yeah. James? Um, so, I mean, you hit on a lot of guys – I mean, just, just kind of talking throughout the last few days, we're on a lot of the same people. One guy that I am very high on that you did not mention is Allen Robinson. Just the guy that people continue to not talk about, and now he's playing with a much better quarterback, thank the Lord. Um, yeah, I mean, he, again, he's just going to go criminally underowned again, and he's going to get, you know, 30% target share in that offense. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, people just like, oh, yeah, on Robinson, eh, you know, we'll, we'll go play somebody else, right? Um, I'm big in on Hopkins, right? Um, again, I, I think that the, this non-practice thing, he's only at about 10 to 12% ownership right now. It, it's just going to keep going down because people will go, oh, well, you know, he's a game-time decision, like, you know, I don't really care, number one. Number two, it's a 10 a.m. game, so I have plenty of time to find the inactives and pivot off him if he's out. So, like, it doesn't really, like, limit my options too much. So, you know, and, and if then, I can just pivot on to one of, like, Lockett or something. There's some easy pivots right there, right? Um, some other guys that I really like, um, again, I'm, I'm big on the Bills. One guy from the Bills you didn't say who's had – Two day, couple days of practice here, and now is playing is John Brown. Yeah, um, I have him listed here, but just didn't go into it. Yeah, what, um, what is his price? He is fifty one hundred. Yeah, fifty one hundred. Um, another guy I like. Um, two two guys that I like. Hunter Renfro. The the Raiders just have simply nobody else to throw the ball to. Um, Checkdown Carr is just doesn't like to throw the ball more than 25 yards down the field. It's check down so, Derek. You got to get that hashtag going on Twitter with me. Check down DC. I mean, I, I'm going to, it's going to be great because so many of like, I know so many Raiders fans that have followed me on Twitter. It's just going to be fantastic. And oh, yeah, no, sorry. Crazy. Dump off Derek. My bad. Dump off Derek. Dump off Derek. That's the hashtag. Is, <laughs> dump, dump off Derek? Okay. That's the he's, hashtag he's, I've been trying to get going on Twitter here, but the Raiders fans have been arguing with me a little bit. so fast on Twitter. So, should it just I can't be, wait. <laughs> Should it just be hashtag DOD so we can get it in there quicker? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I don't do want to think about him that much. Yeah, that's true. But Hunter Renfro, again, 4,600. Yeah. There's, there's just not a lot of value out there. And Hunter Renfro is a guy that could legitimately go for 20 to 25 points this week. And yeah, he can get 13 or 14 he, catches he, alone. Well, he's, I mean, getting, he's getting 10 to 12 targets, like, as a floor. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm playing him in some seasonal – leagues that I have to start three wide receivers in right mm -hmm, yeah. and then the other guy that's really flying under the radar that I just have heard hardly anybody talking about um is Nikhil Harry I mean he's coming in at like one to two percent he's at four thousand dollars okay they're gonna have to pass against the Chiefs I'm sorry like Oh yeah, you know Belichick is the genius. Like, okay, great. Yeah, no. Like the chief, the Chiefs just absolutely dropped their nuts on freaking the Ravens last week, and they're gonna do it to the Pats as well. They've done it before to them. And mm -hmm. Nikhil Harry, four thousand dollars for a guy that's gonna see probably you know eight to nine targets. All of the running backs 
are seemingly back, right? Harris is back. I think James White's going to play. James White's back. Yep. There's going to be no, like, ridiculous, like, 30-point game out of Burkhead this week. Um, and, you know, I, I just – I think Nikhil Harry is a really sneaky play. He's a super athlete. And if he – if you tell me that guy's going to touch the ball, you know, eight to nine times, I, I got to think that he finds the end zone. Um, at least once, and at four thousand dollars, I mean, you only need twelve points to go three x, right? And to yeah. jam in some of these other guys that we're talking about, that that's all I really need. So Look, he's. My, I just want to, I just want to know who Sorensen on the Chiefs is covering every play, and that's why I want on my DraftKings team. Absolutely, but that's why that I is the of, worst safety in the NFL. Not to bring he's, it back, but like that's why I kind of like like Cam more than Mahomes. The same reason why it like fits, you know, because like. I get it. Mahomes is like a lock, right? Like he's going to get it. But like yeah. the only chance for the Patriots to stay in this game is to let Cam, let Cam cook, you know, like the, he's going to have to go ballistic. And I don't know what that, like that might be running. That might be throwing. That might be like, who the hell knows? Like, but he's like, going to have to do it all. Like mm-hmm. he is, but Cam, let's not forget. Cam is also that guy that can throw three interceptions and fumble twice. He can. Yeah, that's uh, not – yeah, Mahomes is the floor. That's what you you're know, paying for, they're, for sure. They're, they're going to blitz. Mahomes is just not going to turn the ball over. Yeah. Right? And, again, Mahomes is another guy that I'm not, I'm not playing as much as Lamar, but Mahomes is coming in at, like, 7 8%. I know. Like oh, – like what are we talking about here? Like I know, and that's why really I, like, I, that's why I really wanted to look at the Chiefs receivers, man. Even going up to sixty nine hundred for Tyreek Hill, I think the Chiefs just go overlooked because everyone's scared of the Patriots and Belichick. And it's like that defense is they're good, the they're sound, team. right? But yeah. they're not this speedy team. They're technical. Like, can they really keep up with the Chiefs' speed? I don't think so. Yeah, you can have so everyone like, in the right position. They're just going to run by you anyways. Yeah, so I mean, I this you. is a week. This is a week where, like, with two lineups, like, I'm just not getting cute. Like, I'm playing a Lamar, Marquise Brown, and Mark Andrews stack, and mm-hmm. then I'm playing a Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey stack. Like, probably smart. Uh, I mean, every week that those guys are playing and they're going to be this low owned, there's no yeah, reason yeah. not to, yeah. right? Like yeah. that. That's just my thinking on it. So, Vin, Vin, who are your receivers you're going with? So, I, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of the same guys, like the, the big names, like obviously I love the, the Seattle guys. I'm re- I really like Boyd. Um, I really like Stefan Diggs, Parker, Chark, uh, Renfro. Um, a few guys that I'll bring up that like you guys haven't talked about yet that I do like. Um, same reason you're talking about uh, Nikhil Harry. I really like Edelman. He had a down week last week, and last week he was like 3% because I didn't play him. I'm going right back to the well, and he's probably going to be right in that same range. So like, one thing – I dig one it. Thing, I, I like that play just real quick. One thing I thought was very weird is he has had a traditional very short A dot, so average depth of target, because Brady would just get it to him over the middle, he runs slants. Mm-hmm. This year, he's playing the role of the deep threat. So his ADOT is the highest on the team, and Nikhil Harry is the one getting those easy targets. So, but I think, again, like, it, no matter what, like, Cam's going to have to push it and, and throw a lot on yes. Sunday. So yeah. uh, give me the best receiver on that team, the pure guy who knows how to get open. Like, I think he's going to be forced to see eight to ten targets. Like, but that's interesting. Like, I, I didn't – my my only that, con- so. my only concern a little bit with him is that they're going to bring the honey badger down and play him over the top and make Cam force throws down the field to Nikhil Harry and yeah. some of the other collection of like losers they have playing wide receiver. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I envision some like uh, well, was a pretty good defensive coach, and I think the Chiefs get kind of a bad rap for their defense. I actually think their defense is not bad. No, it's um, not. I just picture some broken plays where Edelman can pivot and, you know, again, he, Edelman's, Edelman is not expensive, you know, which is why I like him. Yeah. If Sorensen's covering Edelman, I'll take Edelman hundred percent of my lineups. Edelman's 5,700. So, you know, I mean, people are talking again, like, I don't know why people are on the Browns. Like, I just don't see it. I would rather pivot. You go in that 5,700 range. I'd rather pivot to like a Robbie Anderson with Carolina. Well, and that's why like, I like him at this price point because 
from everything I've read, I don't understand it. He's like the mega chalk DJ Moore. Like I'll take Edelman for the hundred dollars more. Right. All day well, long. D, D, um, DJ Moore has been leading the team in targets, ADOT, air yards. That's like, fine. Carolina. Robbie Anderson is the actual one that's uh, actually putting up the numbers so far, and he yeah. uh, hasn't had any drops or any missed the targets towards him. His no, efficiency is uh, way uh, higher. Uh, Robbie Anderson has an 83% catch rate this year, and he's getting the red zone look. So. Yep. Yeah. I just oh, like one thing, guys. in this game script trailing. But hold on real quick. A few yep, more man. guys that I do like that you guys didn't talk about. Um, Kenny Galladay I do yep. really like. Um, he, he's just set up in a great game script. Like Stafford's going to feed him if he's healthy. Uh, Both Saints corners are injured and out this week announced today. Saints so Lattimore getting, and yeah. uh, Saints have been getting throttled. So I dig that. Uh, Keenan Allen. I mean, talk about like target share and, and like, you know, attempts like dude, he's going to get 15 targets. I feel like on Sunday, Mike but, Williams might miss the game on Sunday. I think he is out, right? Uh, uh, they might have announced out. He didn't practice all week this week. And then he, I don't know. He, he's been ruled out, yeah. And I know there's two guys that, like, I, it's hard for me because I can't pick between the two. But I, I dig both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. They're going to yeah. kick the shit out of the Giants on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I get That's it. That's the pe- problem. But I get it. But, like, you still <laughs> have to get to 30, 40 points. Like, right. so, that's so going to have to be something. Like, Brandon Ayuk shredded the Giants last week for the Niners. Like, so, and Jabril Peppers is out this week, and he's probably their best player on that defense. But it's so, going to go to someone. Well, so here's the only issue that I have with that, Vinny. We'll get, we're transitioning to running backs, and – We'll get to I know. a guy that I'm just going to, like, shove into basically every lineup that I can. I hear you. I, I know there's the Henderson thing. But the Rams are calling run plays more than any other team in the league. They're calling it a 56% clip. I get it. For sure. I Again, these guys are definitely not core plays. But, like, if they're going to put up 30, 40 points, which everyone thinks they are on Sunday, they're not going to score nine rushing touchdowns. Like we have to, like, they're going to get some air play. They're, you know? they're guys, they're guys where like, I'm playing those guys. Like I put nine lineups into the slant, the $9 slant. Mm-hmm. And those are the kind of guys that I'm going to play there. So, cause I'm not playing 150 lineups. Yeah. Obviously in the $9 slant, I'm Loser. playing nine. Um, and, uh, and those are the kind of guys that, in a yeah okay, <laughs> sixty thousand person tournament that you're going to be able to get like mm-hmm. massive leverage against the field. I would prefer Cup out of those guys just because he's the downfield threat. But I think either one of them you can go with. Um, I actually in that in that tournament in the nine dollar slant, I played a Golf Cup Wood stack. Yeah, so. no, and and that's why I like it. Like for a team that's going to put up 30, 40 points, probably win by. T- four touchdowns like yeah they're gonna be under owned for that like it just seems a little bit odd and mm-hmm. i do I, i'd probably lean in robert woods because of price point like when you get into the cooper cup range i get it like he's probably the better receiver but you're a hundred dollars less than Diggs and metcalf like yeah you get, it's hard he's to gonna to be zero, like but, way but lower because of that which is awesome but, but like that—that's why I'm playing him uh, in that sure. specific tournament. No, I love it. Everyone else is going to go to those guys, mm-hmm. and I mean, look—we we see weird shit happen all the time. Like all the time, Sam, Sam Darnold ran a 50-yard touchdown on Thursday night. Like, well, good luck predicting that. The right? thing—the thing I like too about it is like everybody. I think everybody can agree that they're going to score a lot of points and, and beat the Giants, right? Like everybody thinks they know how it's going to get done. And like, no one knows shit about that. Right. So like, dude, you know what I mean? So it's like, in a game the other week. Right. So again, like, like, I don't know what the percentage is going to be on Henderson. I know they're going to score 40. There's no guarantee that Henderson scores a touchdown on Sunday. So like, who knows, dude? Like I, what if golf just comes out and just absolutely like murks them and they're like up by four touchdowns at half. Like, and well, Goff is the over. man at the inside the 15 yard uh, touchdown pass. So well, I'm just saying, McVay like, dials McVeigh, that out better than anybody. I know McVay's going to, he's not dumb. He's going to run the ball, obviously. But like, if it, the pass is working and McVay can get up to 30 points, like by passing, he's just yep. going to do it. Like, he's not going like, to outthink this thing. So mm-hmm. just throwing it out there, I think that's kind of just like a low owned, like interesting yeah. spot. So, um, all right, let's go to running backs. Jim, you want to rock and roll? Let's do it. 
Yeah, I'll kick it off. Um, so my guys are running back this week. Um, I'm paying up um, for Zeke, Kamara, and Cook. I think there's enough value at wide receiver and at quarterback where, I mean, I sent you guys a lineup earlier where I have Kamara, Cook, and, you know, a combination of one of those three in. Um, those are my high price guys that I'm going to. Miles um, Gaskin is my low price guy that I'm going to at 5,000. Um, everyone's going to be playing Ronald Jones. I just – I just think Ronald Jones sucks. So like I, he could, and and he's got fumbling problems. And Arians has that weird thing where if you put the ball on the ground, you're basically just like dead to him for the rest of the game. We saw it a couple weeks ago. Could certainly happen again. Uh, my mid price, my mid tier guy is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, I mean, I think he's just in an absolute smash spot. Um, I get the, I get the, uh, I get everyone's reason for playing Mike Davis. He's just flat out mispriced at 5,100 in the volume that he's going to get. But at 18 to 20%, I'll have my sprinkles of him where, where my roster construction dictates it. But that's a situation where I'd rather just play James Robinson or Daryl Henderson um, for a similar salary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and half the ownership, basically. Daryl Henderson, like we just talked about with the Rams, yeah. coming in at about 8 to 9% ownership. So For sure. 8 to 9% or 18. Yeah, and Henderson and Mike Davis, by the way, they're $100 apart. So Mike Davis is 57, not 51. Okay, so, I mean, but, but still. that's still Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. But, you know, I, I don't know. And then, I mean, obviously I love Dalvin. Um, I won't steal Joe's thunder on that one because I know he's he's all over him. But uh, <laughs> I, I can't see really going – Gaskin is probably going to be my floor. Um, I know we talked about it earlier. The one guy that's like way down there that I saw was J.D. McKissick um, just because uh, I just think Washington's going to get absolutely throttled and he's there passing down back. But the problem with going all the way down is I think you can find better value at wide receiver yeah. than you can at running back. percent. McKissick, great. He's going to get maybe, you know, I think his ceiling is maybe like 12 to 15 points, but his floor is zero as opposed to a guy like, you know, yeah. Nikhil Harry, who's also $4,000. I think his floor is absolutely – not zero. I think it's probably four to five points at very minimum, but his ceiling playing, you know, we, we saw it just happen. I mean, they could go crazy and he could just match up against Sorensen a few times and have mm-hmm. two deep bombs. And then there you go for the same price. Right. Who so, are you just talking about? I'm sorry. I'm bl- I blacked uh, out for a second. <laughs> I was talking about not playing McKissick. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I blacked out. <laughs> My, my, my floor this week is going to be Miles Gaskin. My fade and looking at the ownership is is just going to be David Johnson. Like yeah, I was yeah. absolutely shocked when I saw that he was going to be twenty to twenty three percent owned. Like mm, I did not see that. I saw he was all the way down, way down. No, With he's F- going to be high owned. I've, I've seen FT, it. FTN's got him at an at an average ownership of nineteen point five. Oh my lord! So, like, that is the easiest fade of the week for me. Um, yeah, dude, I was I, all I over just, him because I thought he was going to be. I thought he was low owned. No, I've been hearing no. his name <laughs> left and right. He's going to be popular. I mean, the matchup is great, and he's uh, yeah. going to get the volume. So, I just don't want any. Like going back to the Watson thing, I know they've had the hardest schedule, like literally imaginable, to start the year. I just don't want anything a part of the Texans right now. Like Bill O'Brien's a complete mess. Like the mm-hmm. offensive line sucks. Like they traded their best weapon, haven't figured it out. Like, dude, I'm just a, I'm just gonna stay away from the Texans for a few weeks and like let things settle. But out. like, like I, I don't get it. Like, what? Why would you not just play Deshaun Watson at like nine percent ownership instead of playing David Johnson? I mean, mm-hmm. you're basically oh yeah. This, you're so I got David like, Johnson at thirteen percent right now on Guru Elite. Well, we got Jeff. Still Mann. high. There's Jeff Manns and a fucking mailman working over at Guru Elite. So I, I don't know how like I don't know how great their projections probably are. So All right. I, heard, I heard that guy talking about hamburgers today on the radio and almost lost it. 
Okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Joe. Joe. Okay. Let's just uh-oh. let's just you go on timeout, Jim. <laughs> Take it easy, big um, guy. Have a drink. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. We're on running back. Um, Dalvin Cook is my guy this week. Um, Houston Texans run defense is absolute garbage. It's not getting any better. They're dealing with injuries on top of that. They can't tackle. Dalvin Cook. It might, it might be a two hundred plus game for him. Uh, he might break a couple long ones. I think just like I predicted with Aaron Jones two weeks ago when Aaron Jones had a 48-point game on DraftKings, I think this is Cook's week to do that as well. Um, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, so I'm going to have a lot of Cook. I mean, I think I'm paying up for Cook in almost every single lineup and paying down at receiver. So are you um, then, like, fading Kamara? Because it's pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, I'm not playing right. Kamara. I think he is – I mean, he's projected at 35% according to Hamburger Man, apparently. But um, I'm not on Kamara. I just think – I don't know. That New Orleans-Detroit game, I think, is just going to be weird. Um, even though, yeah, Kamara's obviously – his floor is like 20, 25 points. I think Cook, though – I mean, again, who are the Vikings going to go to? They can't rely on Cousins. I think they're running the ball like crazy, and Cook's going to get a lot of carries. Um, another person I like is Nick Chubb for the Browns. It has nothing to do with Kareem Hunt on the injury report. Um, if the Browns want any shot of winning this game, it's going to be running the ball and not getting away from their identity. I think Chubb gets 20, 25 touches this week against a very weak Dallas Cowboys run defense. Um, I can also see Chubb having 150 plus yards this week with a couple touchdowns. Um, and my mid, so those are my two guys I'm pricing up for. Yeah, what's up? Oh no, I was just gonna ask: Is there any news on Kareem Hunt? Because he's playing. He's, yeah, he's he'll play, play. but he, he, he's he not practices. taking carries. He's playing out of the slot. He's playing in those weird positions, and he gets carries at. Um, and that third quarter time, and they're trying to rest Chubb for the fourth quarter. Kareem's been getting those carries. I just, I'm not scared of that, just like with the Eckler uh, deal and the Chargers, even though, obviously, uh, that situation with the Browns, the two running two best uh, running back tandem in the league. I think Chubb still gets 20, 25 carries and goes over 100, 150 yards with a couple touchdowns there. Hopefully, and hopefully, Kareem Hunt doesn't steal a touchdown or two. Um, Mid-tier guys, I'm between Robertson and I'm just calling him CEH, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, looking at the two prices, I just it's hard to go with Robinson because I'm so big on the Jaguars going through a shootout this week. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, his floor is just too high with the Chiefs. Um, person I also like this week, and unfortunately he's high-owned again, it's Kenyon Drake. Um, his volume is just so high. I know, Vinny, you do not like him. And honestly, I didn't really like him either, but his volume is just so high. The Panthers are so fucking bad. I mean, the Chargers had a shit game plan last week. The Chargers didn't even, like, they didn't do anything correct on offense, and Eckler still put up 30 fantasy points. Yeah. So, I just think Drake has some, I think at $6,000, fuck it. Um, you got Mixon in that same range. And again, Mixon hasn't proven anything to me because the Bengals won't run the ball. Um, I was on David Johnson, but apparently he's going to be super high owned. So fuck that. Um, and Ronald Jones with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if he can remain low owned, I got to have a little bit of him, but that's it. There's not many other running backs I'm on. Yeah. So it's just interesting. So looking at the ownership projections, Drake is look at about, 15 to 17%. Um, Mixon's at about 17 to 18%. And Hilaire is at about 15 to 16%. Um, like you said, Joe, out of the high guys, I, I, I mean, I'm just like messing around with it right now on DraftKings. And like, you can easily play a Cook and Kamara. Lineup. Oh, yeah. Like a oh, yeah. very, very easy. See, like this week, I don't mind if both my running backs are 20% owned because I know all my receivers are going to be below five. Yes, yes. I do not mind my running backs both being over 20, 25% owned at mm-hmm. all. It does yes. not bother me this week. Yeah, that's that's sure. why I just like just said, screw it. I'm just going to jam in. Um, I'm just going to jam in Kamara, um, especially once Michael Thomas was ruled out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it for me like it, that's the only reason like i i love cook but to me like Kamara is the show in town like he's getting 25 touches minimum and if there's well, a shootout like he might get 30 touches on Sunday. Yeah. but you can easily play them both and you can easily play like i have multiple lineups with cook Kamara, and edwards hilaire in them mm-hmm like and then what you're paying down at quarterback to who? 
playing paying down like in the one that I'm looking at right now, I'm paying down a quarterback to Stafford. And then you're right. just rolling out with like Scotty Miller and Brent Fro. And... <laughs> no, well that's golf, the thing, Vinny. Golf. Like even just on my list here, like no, you got Preston Williams look, at 4,500. Exactly. You got Chenault at 4,400. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I get it. Beasley's 4,700. Cook's 45. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, no, Watkins it's, 44. <laughs> it's definitely possible for sure. Um, yeah. No, so I mean, like, receiver this in, week. in that in that lineup, right? It's Stafford, Cook, Kamara, Galladay, Nikhil, Harry, Renfro, Greg Olson at tight end, Edwards, Hilaire, and the Chiefs defense. Yeah. It's definitely I no, it's it's definitely doable for sure. And and I still have two hundred dollars in salary left over. So if like you didn't want to play Olsen, um, or we're gonna get to tight end in a second, or you could drop all the way down to my sneaky twenty five hundred dollar guy this week. Um hey, you know. I I just think I, I love Kamara and Cook. I think if you had, you know, one bullet, obviously I'm taking Kamara. Just I think he's the more sure thing. He's going to catch passes. Like Detroit sucks. Like they're it's gonna it's gonna be a layup for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two, I like Clyde as well. A guy that I do like a lot that I don't hear a ton about. So I think he's going to be a little sneaky. Um, is Jonathan Taylor? I think the Colts yes. uh, are not going to put this game in Phillip Rivers' hands. They have some injuries at the receiver position. They've lost two guys who are starters now. Um, I, I really dig Taylor, and I think this game, like, more competitive than the Jets, like, they're going to have to lean on him. And two weeks ago, he got 26 carries. Like, I'm getting 25, 30 carries out of Jonathan Taylor. Like, let's go. We'll fire yeah, and I think this day. game is going to be under 20 points each team. I can see like a 17 to 14 final in this game, mm-hmm. which means the game's going to be slow and yep. Jonathan Taylor gets a lot of carry. I can totally see the game flow being that way. Well, and I think this is Taylor's their guy, right? Like, as much as yeah. people want to talk about Hines, Hines goes in for third stuff, downs for passes. But like, Taylor's the dude. Like, they spent a high second-round pick on this guy. Like, I get it. The Hines is kind of the, the guy. But this is his third week starting now. Like, he's fully integrated. The catch passes. He's going to be in there, like, probably 80% mm-hmm. of the time. So, yeah. I, I dig Taylor a lot. Um, the other guy that's a little bit I, I'm not hearing much about, just like every other week, he's priced up, which I don't love, but it's Austin Eckler. If everyone's talking mm-hmm. about the Buccaneers dude, winning. 3% game, owned. So it, this guy's <laughs> going to catch possible. passes, dude. Like, there's three guys that, that catch passes in San Diego. And it's mm-hmm. him, it's Hunter Henry, and it's Keenan Allen. And if they're trailing to Tampa, I mean, what are the, what's the spread on there? It's like a seven, eight-point spread now. Seven like, and a half, I think. Yeah, dude, seven so and a half. It's you got to imagine they're trailing. Eckler's going to get five to eight targets in the passing game, plus, you know, 10, 15 carries. Like, fine by me, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Henderson, pretty, what's up? What's up, Jim? That's a, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, that that's a pretty sharp. I mean, you you start to think about it. It, it he he's a low owned because he's priced up, and there's the stigma that Tampa Bay has this great run defense, but like that's not like they're not gonna hand the ball off to freaking Austin Eckler twenty times up the middle. They're no. gonna throw it to him on dump offs and wheel routes, and you know, well, unlike. Never, never. For, Unlike Frank Gore running a wheel route on Thursday night, like he can actually like run and like probably catch that, you know. So he, dude, I mean, and, yeah, and everybody's freaking out about like this like split share now. Like it kind of goes against my rule. Like I kind of like to stick to the bell cow, the teams that don't split. But dude, Austin Eckler had eleven catches last week. Like, are you yeah, exactly. Kidding? I mean, yeah. like, you're getting over twenty touches in general. You're so, good. You're a tier one, right? And Eckler's so, getting over twenty touches. That's my only thing. Um, and then the other guy that, like, I don't know what his ownership is going to be, which is why I haven't, like, committed to the guy fully. But David Montgomery in that same game, we're talking about Taylor. Like, I think it's a ground and pounded out game. And, like, now that Tariq Cohen's out of the mix, like, this is his one shot to kind of, like, really take over that backfield. Um, I saw they signed Duke Johnson today. So, he's, like, lurking. But if Montgomery can come out and, like, handle – you just get cut by the Texans? I don't know what he's doing, but well, um, Duke, Duke Johnson is definitely still on the Texans. So no, no. yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. My bad. Oh, the other guy from uh, Miami. Got yeah, it. yeah. That's why I was thinking. I was he's another Texans dude. I was like, uh, uh, 
my bad. So uh-huh. like, I, I just think like Montgomery, this is his chance. Like, dude, you're the guy. Like, yeah, this is your show. Um, I don't know what his ownership's going to be though. I mean, he's like, I also had him last week, and Tree Cohen went down pretty early, and Montgomery still didn't do shit. So. I get it. No, for sure. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm rolling with. That's what I like. All right. I like it, man. All right. Well, um, you, you kick off the tight ends, then Ben. Who you got? All right. So in the lineups that I can afford it, I do love coming back with Waller on those those bill stacks that I'm going with. Um, I just think he's, I mean, he's one, like the only guy left that's like really good. Um, you know, I know we like Renfro, but like Waller's actually like a really good player. So um, this isn't Belichick, the Bills defense, like they're, they're not going to be able to shut him down. So like Waller up top, I like Gusecki, obviously because I'm on Fitz. Um, Hawkinson to me is a really sneaky good play. I don't know what his ownership's going to be, but um this, I, the Saints defense has just been getting trash. So give me them. Give me some Hawk. Uh, Hunter Henry, again, for the same thing as Eckler. There's not. There's mm-hmm. three people in San Diego that catch passes. So that's fine by me. Um, a few of the sneaky guys that I like. Well, I shouldn't say like. That I'm, I am going to dabble in a little bit. Dalton Schultz in Dallas because I'm not playing a lot of that game. So I want to get a piece of it, but like be contrarian when I'm doing it. So I'm taking a little bit of Schultzy and these next two, uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to Gronk. Um, Oh, oh, God went out. (laughs) Gronk had what? Seven targets last week. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. He's 3,600. If he gets like three catches and a touchdown, he pays off. Seven targets, like six catches for forty-eight yards, like that's fine by me. Like I'll take yeah. three square if that's going to be the case. But there's better values out there, Vinny. The only other guy yeah. that I'm going to throw out there, and I hate this play. I I haven't put him in a lineup yet, but I'm just just throwing it out there. The guy's got three touchdowns is Jimmy Graham. No. I don't know what's going on. I know. On I actually did. I say, like, dude. Eventually Jimmy Graham's getting like, targeted like forever. crazy. You can't ignore it forever. I'm just saying. Like, I, I'm I with you, Ben. I do not have him in a lineup right now. My hand was shaking when I was entering him in the earlier, I, but I was like, dude, the I guy mean, is getting targets. Like, we got like eight targets last week. Great. If, he, if Jimmy Graham beats me, like, he, he, could, he could tweak something. He's a worse injury guy than freaking Fuller Dude, is. Jim, yeah. he's, he is, but he had 10 targets last week. Like, hey, but guess what, Jim? You're playing Fuller this week. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, don't talk to me about injury. Do you want to make a bet of who scores right. more fantasy points this week? Okay, well, obviously no. Fuller has more upside. I'm just saying from a target perspective, at 3,800, like, you can't ignore the guy. Like, okay, still, who's your, who's your $2,500, like, sneaky <laughs> slate breaker? Go, it's, Jim, go. Troutman for the Saints. Who is that? Oh, because oh, Cook's out? Cook's out. Even with Cook in, he They're was not even going to run a tight end set. They're just going to run Hill, the backup quarterback, a tight end probably. Okay, well, that's <laughs> that's great. He fu- I don't know if anybody knows this, but Taysom Hill I don't Hill know how to spell his name. Who is it? Actually fucking sucks, okay? <laughs> Taysom Hill is not good. Like, everyone, like, I, I have no idea why they take plays away from Drew Brees, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday, and let Taysom Hill think about throwing the ball. They take plays away from Kamara and Thomas to give the ball to Taysom Hill. This is why I hate playing the fucking Saints. It's baffling. But look, this week they're just going to be forced to throw it to this guy Troutman. He's $2,500. $2,500. Okay. You'd be priced higher than that. Oh, my God. I probably would be. (laughs) Last week with with Cook in for most of the game, he got 3.7 points. If he gets me that again this week – I'll be happy, <laughs> right? That's two catches for 17 yards. Right. I will be more than happy. And I'm going to ride a lineup, my biggest GPB crazy contrarian lineup with that guy in there so we can just be super juiced together on Sunday, right? So, look, I have a, I have a Saint stack in the, in the $9 slant with Breeze, Kamara, and Troutman. I mean – I can't I, believe I, I'm about to say this because I, I, I went into this the, med- the minute you said his name. I was about to say I'd rather eat a slug than play that guy. <laughs> okay, but I kind of like it. I, I do. I do kind of like it. I'm like, the slug okay. tastes kind of good. Twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> um, 
I'm going I don't back know to who he is, but he was a third round pick. He like he's gonna. I mean, all right, fuck it. Like I'm in. So sure. I'm I'm going back to Mark Andrews again. This is the same thing. Everyone saw him have have a horrible. <laughs> there you go. That's why I'm playing him. Everyone saw him have a horrible game. Who he Andrews? Sucks. Yeah, we're gonna. He dropped that touchdown last week. He did, oh, yeah. and it really fucked me. It lost me like probably three hundred dollars in showdown. Like it sucks, but like I'm just gonna go back and play him, right? Um, I'm gonna have some Kelsey. Um, I'll yeah, go back. I'd rather just go. To, yeah, I'll go back, <laughs> and I'm gonna play the guy that you suggested to play last week in your Danny Dimes stack, Joey. But I think Evan Ingram. That is really actually, worked out for me. Literally yeah, everything worked last week except for my Danny Dimes stacks. <laughs> shocking. Absolutely shocking that the Ooh. Danny I mean, come on. Like, really, like, that was going to happen? Like, see that six points? <laughs> well, I mean, I did. But anyway, um, the, the way to attack the Rams, the Rams don't have great safeties, and they, all of their linebackers are just subpar. Um, in a game script that's really going to favor throwing to the tight ends, he's going to get the targets. Um, and he's fifth in expected point value at tight end this week. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll go there. And then my last one for a cheaper tight end again, um, I actually liked what I saw out of Greg Olson in the, in the Seattle game last week. And, you know, we talked about trying to get exposure to that Seattle game. I think at 4,100, you know, I love Gesicki, obviously, but I think at 4,100, Greg Olson is a sneaky play. Um, he doesn't need to get a whole bunch of points. That's what I like about some of these cheap tight ends. If he gets, you know, eight points or nine points, that's more than two X, and that's okay because that affords me money to spend up other places. Mm-hmm. I like I it. You. That's why I just don't like the the Mark Andrews play. Like to me, like I get it. I, I get the play 100%. I think Baltimore is going to be like ridiculously low owned. I don't know, man. Something just didn't feel right about that game. Like, I know they just got their ass handed to us and all three of us played football and, you know, played in college. Like, there's just some games where you come out from opening kick and you just don't got it, right? Like, I get it, yeah. but, dude, that but game Lamar just didn't, is that game just didn't feel just right, man. Like, it, it just didn't. And I, I mean, don't know. I can, that's why I never play Mark Andrews is it's not Mark Andrews. And, like, obviously Lamar is great and he brought his team to where he did last year and he's going to probably do it again this year. But as a fantasy standpoint, he might overthrow Mark Andrews five times. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's just – that's Lamar for you. And I just – after last week's game, I, I can't trust it. And I just never it's, go with Mark Andrews anyways. But It's, it's yeah. possible, but there's, but there's not many tight ends on the slate this week that mm-hmm. have a three-touchdown upside. And he does, and he's going to be 6 to 8% on. So the only reason why I, like, I agree with you on that, but – Landon Collins does play for the football team and he is actually like a real football player. I know that team doesn't have many. He's a, he's a pretty good player. Like, so I think if you're going to do it, I do like what you said earlier about going like Lamar Hollywood. Um, that's, that's my only thing on it. Like if I'm going up at tight end, I'm just going to go up to Kelsey, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, if I'm going up, yeah, if I'm going up, I'm going Kelsey. Um, I love Kelsey this week. I mean, there's just too many weapons. And again, I just think, I really think the Chiefs are might put up 38 plus this week and really want to prove it to the, the league and to everybody and go like, no, we're still the same team and we can still put up 40 and whoop the shit out of anybody we want. Um, we're going to do it again and again and again. I love Kelsey you, this week. I'll pay up for that. Do you think there could be a little letdown from the Chiefs though? Like they came out so hard. Smoked I don't even think they came out. Baltimore. I don't, and they did smoke Baltimore. And I think there was more week. of. I think the Chiefs are just legitimately that efficient on offense. I don't. I don't think it matters who they face. I know they are so dialed in, and Mahomes has such good timing and instinct. It is fucking well, insane. Dude, I haven't scary, seen that. The scary in my, thing in is my we, lifetime. I know you saw this firsthand with the Raiders. The craziest thing about him is like, it could be like a ten to seven game going into the fourth quarter or into the third, and Mahomes just throws for four touchdowns in a mm-hmm. quarter. Like, they again, just explode his, out his of nowhere. His timing of throws, I mean, the guy looks like he can do it blindfolded. I know. And, again, so I'm all over Kelsey, and he's the only guy I'm paying up-up for. My mid-tier guys are Hunter Henry and Mike Jacecki. 
Um, they both got that eight to 10 target range. Jaseki is running over 80% of his routes from the slot this season. So yeah. if you're a person that just hates running tight ends, Jaseki's your guy. Yeah. Um, Hunter Henry is going to run from the tight end spot, but Hunter Henry is a beast and he's a quarterback's best, a rookie quarterback's best friend. Right. So my guys this week are Kelsey, Jaseki and Henry. If I'm paying down for anyone, it's Greg Olson. Um, I just love the red zone potential of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, yeah. Russell Wilson's a goddamn Hall of Fame legend when he gets inside the 15, 10-yard line, right? I mean, it's all over the field, obviously. But when he's in the red zone, they never kick field goals. Russ puts it in. I know. And very, very I think cool. Olsen's always in that sweet spot there. So those are my guys. Um, a dart I was looking at is Sample for the Bengals. But I keep leaning off of him <laughs> just because he is the fourth target now with T. Higgins stepping up. Yeah, so um, to, to me – It was a good call a few weeks ago. It burned me, all of them. Right. Yeah, I mean, to me in that offense, it's become very clear. Like, this is one of the keys where, like, you have to watch the game to understand. T. Higgins has taken that big body role away from sample, right? Like, they just said, okay, like, they've looked at the two and said, all right, well, we'll just run more three wide receiver sets and even put him real close to the line and almost run him out of, like, tight formations as a tight end. And, like, I just – Ever like, since Uzuma went out, T. Higgins stepped up, Drew Samples out. So yep. he was the only guy I was even looking at, kind of, and I still fell off of him. But, again, my tight ends I'm going to be heavily on are Jaseki and Henry. And if I'm paying up anywhere in a Mahomes stack, it's going to be with Kelsey. So uh, any lineup I have Mahomes in, I have Kelsey in, without a doubt. All right. You guys ready to All go right. to defense? Vinny? Oh, start with me. All right. Uh Oh, sorry. I have one more tight end I want to mention. Oh, all right. There we go. I don't know if I'm going to play him outside of my Buffalo stacks, but Dawson Knox is back off of of the concussion protocol. Didn't play last week. It's 3,500, and we all know the Raiders' track record on giving up fantasy points to (laughs) tight ends. That's all I'm going to say. Keeps everyone. All right. Defense. Let's do it. That's another thing, by the way, we should mention as an honorable mention, by the way, speaking of the Raiders. Um, anyone that's playing running back against the Raiders, expect them to catch the ball six, seven, eight times out of the backfield. Oh, big they time. cannot cover running backs. Paul Gunther in three years has not had a defense that can cover a running back. It's not changing. It doesn't matter who's playing linebacker. So Singletary Who would you, who would you fire first if you had, like, one firing, if you were the Raiders, like – for a day, if you ran the Raiders, would you fire Gunther or, or oh, yeah. release Derek Carr? Oof. Who would go first? Can't just release Derek Carr because we have no one to just replace get, him right come now. Come on, man. We're living in so a dream world. Mariota. Mariota just got activated uh, off the true. injured that's reserve. True. But honestly, it'd be Gunther. Gunther's just an average <laughs> defensive coordinator. Um, he's the the king of, I'm going to I'm gonna try to be like the Steelers. I'm going to bend, not break. I'll give up a lot of yards, but no touchdowns, except he just gives up a lot of yards and touchdowns. So... <laughs> Uh, no, Gunther's gone. Um, Singletary and Moss for the Buffalo Bills. Um, just saying, uh, PPR wise, those guys could go like nuts. Like bend, this but week. don't break. But the, he bends and then he breaks every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, literally, he's like literally dump it off for eighty yards and then he gives up a red zone touchdown. It's it's, it's fucking comical. It's, it's every goddamn it's so week. True. All right, let me. Uh, I'll just roll into defense here real quick. Um, Stand on defense, huh? I don't have many, <laughs> many places to go here. I think no, I don't know why defense is pretty bad this week, dude. There's so many over, like overs of fifty plus points. Like it's just a crapshoot below the first couple. But here's what I'm rolling with: Ravens, Rams. If I can get there, um, <laughs> yes. obviously. Um, Bucks and the Bears, kind of mid tier. Um, I like both of those. Again, I think Indy. I think Indy's just a little overrated. And even if I like Jonathan Taylor, like they could just grind it out to a 21-17 type game here. Uh, so I'm fine with that. Um, Bucks. As much as I like the, Ch- <laughs> the Chargers, they just lost another offensive lineman this week. Like I-, I don't even know how they're forming an O line right now. They're getting into Redskins or sorry football team territory of like. These people are like, who are playing offensive line blocking for Herbert probably don't even belong in the NFL. So oh, I don't know what's not. going on there. The the yeah, pay Beluga down, is out this week. What? Beluga is out this week. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like they're just losing guys. And then yeah. 
they're the guy who was filling in for Pouncey, he's now hurt. So they're for like the onto the third string guy. It's like I so that's gonna be a yeah. disaster. Um and then if I'm going all the way down, the only team I could find under 3K that I'm just going to throw a dart is the Panthers. And they put up 11 points last week. I, Dude, I, I don't think the Cardinals are as amazing as everyone thinks. They've got Kyler. They've got Hopkins. You That's know, it. Drake is not good. Their offensive line is not good. Like, I don't see it, man. Like, whatever. I'm taking them at home. I'll throw some darts. <laughs> whatever. This is, you know, don't don't shake your head at me. You talked me into playing the Jets last week, who luckily got me zero. Like, yeah, that, if we're taking for that shots reason, in the dark here, like, and for that reason, I was really looking at defenses this week, and I just missed the money in like six tournaments, and it all pretty much came down <laughs> to my like fucking defense. Uh, so that's not how reason. I'm building my lineups this week. Uh, before I roster anybody. <laughs> I am putting Baltimore, or I'm putting the Rams in on defense. And You're just locking them in? Yeah, I am locking in those two. Yeah. I, I, again, I thought Probably the Giants smart. last week, like, hey, Danny Dimes doesn't have Barkley. What else is he going to do? He's just going to throw. Well, he proved that there's just nothing to throw to. There's nothing going on. The Rams' yeah. defense is a lot better than people maybe think. Jalen Ramsey might get two picks himself. I mean, okay. Aaron Donald might get five sacks. And an average NFL team <laughs> runs what between 65, 70 plays on offense, yeah. right? What's the over under that Aaron Donald ends up in the backfield out of 70 plays? 45, 50. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, it's he is going to destroy he's not, everybody. He's not going to play enough. He's not going to play enough. <laughs> okay, so he's going to go 50 for 50, then get pulled. Yeah, yeah I, well. I, I, I'm with you, dude. And the but. same thing goes for Baltimore against, again, I'm not even going to call it Washington. It's Baltimore against Dwayne Haskins, the worst quarterback in the NFL. Brett, oh, yeah, Brett Ripien is much dude. better than Dwayne Haskins, dude. And, and is, Dwayne Haskins has oh, the worst yeah. offensive line. Dwayne Haskins is pretty so bad. Pathetic. And as much as, like, Jim, you were talking about, like, Lamar and stuff being low-owned, like, dude, the Ravens are going to come out looking to absolutely red scare kill this team. That's what I'm saying. Like they, you might want to play RG three this they, week, dude, because Lamar not, might cut at halftime. They will not stop. They will not pull Lamar. John Harbaugh will put up yep. seventy points on on the footballs, and <laughs> you know, and they just don't care. Um, so yeah, so like it's gonna Joe, beat the leathers down. So that's it. That's who you're playing. You're playing the the Ravens and Rams. Yeah, and man, I'm not. I'm not going down. Okay. Uh, the thing fine. is, there, there's so many options at receiver to go down. Um, I can I can fit whoever the hell I want. Honestly, yeah. I go, I'll play up for defense this week. It's a, I feel like it's a pretty easy week to find the receivers. You I want think the, I price. think the Ravens more than anything is just like just put them in. I think I, the Ravens is the lock. You're getting ten to fifteen points, and the Rams is the potential. Your defense actually gets you twenty five or thirty points this week. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I, I, I agree. Um, I'm on. You know, I, I'm going to sprinkle those in, but my highest on defense is the Bears. Uh, I just <laughs> Phil they're Rivers, right in the middle price point. Phil, it's they're thirty one hundred dollars, right? So you're able to pay down a little bit, but that's as far as I'm going down. Um, I got a lot of Bears. I have a lot of Buccaneers. Um, I've got a little bit of Bills. Mm. You know, Bills. Maybe yeah, the Ra- yeah. The big thing with the Raiders, man. That's the only thing that scares me. It's like you know the Raiders are giving up thirty five minimum. But I yes. feel like the Raiders also minimum is 21 to 24 points. And Carr is um, dump off Derek. So well, they're going to – He's not going to throw Carr, a pick. But Carr also likes to throw some pick sixes. So they're going to score the second half. Carr, yeah, I just think – I think Carr's too conservative. Like, that's why, like, last year I would play any defense going against Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Right. I love playing a defense against an aggressive <laughs> quarterback not someone like a Derek Carr, not because Derek Carr is good, but because Derek Carr is so protective of the football that he just goes three and outs versus actually turning the ball over. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, so he's yeah. not really getting the defense points. That's what the scares other, me about that. The other, I mid-pack, see it though. the other mid-pack defense I like is, uh, is Kansas City. Um, they're 3,200. Cam's going to have to throw the ball. And like I mentioned earlier, Cam is absolutely susceptible to having those – you know, four interception and one fumble games. Like, that's absolutely not above Cam. And the other thing that I, you know, 
it's so high variance that it's so difficult to plan for this, but the Chiefs are so explosive that a punt return, a kick return for a touchdown, it can easily happen. Um, I just like their pass rush and their aggressiveness at 3,200 against Cam, um, who's going to have to throw the ball this week. So, I mean, my highest stone defense is going to be the, the Bears against the Statue of Liberty. Um, Philip Rivers back there um, with his weird sidearm, noodle arm, whatever you call it, motion. Um, and, you know, then I'll, I'll sprinkle in other teams where, but I'm really not going to go below the Bears at 3,100. Um, you know, I just don't like, to your guys' point, I don't see it necessary. Yeah. I mean, F, the, guy, the guys at FTN wrote up like, the the football Washington football team, the New York Giants as a punt and like I just Zero don't chance. No. no thanks. Like I just look. No I rolled the, I'm based the mostly the whole New York Giants thing off Joe Judge. That that guy's not going to be an NFL head coach for more than two years. Uh, it's not good. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we take off here, guys, a little honorable mention uh, that I want to mention. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. This blew my own mind. No. Um, I mean, I think that's it for me. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I I'm gonna monitor, I'm gonna monitor ownership as kind of things go here. But I mean, I think that, I mean, I think that's pretty good for me. I, I don't really have anybody else that I need to talk about. All right. Yep. All right, guys, cool. follow us on Twitter. I'm DFS Joey Levine. Ben Levine twenty nine. I'm at JJ McIntosh. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at RedZoneDFS for updates. And uh, we'll be update, updating you throughout the weekend of what's going on with our plays, who are fading, and maybe potentially putting back into our lineups. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Later. Cheers.